Hi everyone, and welcome to the Knitters International YouTube channel. Today, we're going to be talking about the Basket of Blackberries socks. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Knitters International YouTube <laughs> channel. <laughs> we are thankful that you're here. We're happy about it. Uh, so today we're going to be showing you our pattern basket of blackberries. Mm -hmm. There are a pair of socks that daughter made. She designed these. She wrote the pattern. Mm -hmm. She knit them. So I guess she would have designed them first. <laughs> yes. Then you knit them. Uh -huh. And then you wrote the pattern. And guess what? I get to have them. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is a really unique um, uh, stitch. It's not hard to do. Right. So um, we'll let everyone know um, when you buy the pattern, you'll mm -hmm. know how much yarn you need, how much yardage, yes. and you'll know um, and understand the stitch. Um, there's always free pattern support here on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. You can uh, message us on Ravelry. You can uh, use our email, or you can direct message or comment at uh Knitters International, International on Instagram. On Instagram. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's get started. Tell us um, actually about the sock. What yarn um, are they going to need and what type of yarn and needle size? So it is knit on a U.S. needle size um, one. One. These are little. <laughs> These are tiny compared to they what are. I've been showing you all. They're so little. Yeah. So um, they are some of the tiniest needles. I think the only one below that for us here in the U.S. is a zero. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> so this is a merino uh, wool and nylon fingering weight yarn. Right. Knit on the U.S. size one uh, needles. Mm -hmm. And um, it's not necessarily self-striping advertised that way, but it does come out that way. You can correct, see it's really yeah. beautiful, variegated color, all in the plumberry and purples. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I just loved the color. Yeah. But um, so the pattern is carried. Um, oh, well, sorry, I should rephrase that. There's no carries. It's all one one color, one yarn. Mm -hmm. So the pattern starts at the top after you knit uh, the cuff style of your choice. Right. Um, this one I did a knit to purl to, um, but then the pattern is carried um, all the way down the leg of the sock. Right. All the way down uh, to the, the top of the foot. The instep. Mm -hmm. Right, the instep. And it stops at the toe. Mm-hmm. Right here. And right. then the rest of the knitting is just in stockinette. In stockinette, right. And so you'll need to get the pattern mm -hmm. to um, get the amount of yardage on the yarn. It is You'll need size one needles. And these are tiny, and I want to talk about the needles in a minute. Um, but here you can see the cuff. Um, you can make any, any cuff you want. Mm -hmm. um, our patterns, the way you write them, are really versatile. And right. you can make changes super easy to your liking, mm -hmm. um, whether it is, um, whether it's, you know, I, I want to do a um, different cuff or I want to do a different toe. We always do the Finchley graft toe mm -hmm. and it turns out beautiful. You hardly recognize that there's even a seam there. Right. So we love that. This is a, 
a sock done with a heel flap and heel turn. Mm -hmm. And, but, um, the, like you said, this is a fingering weight yarn. It is a merino and nylon. Mm -hmm. And like we always say, we love to have a little nylon in a lot of our knits right. to keep help keep the shape and help them last for a really long time. Mm -hmm. So what I wanted to do uh, to talk about a little bit is some of you have been seeing some of these metal needles and know that I have really, you know, encouraged people to get the, the bamboo or the wood needles or yes. something really, yes. really lightweight for your hands. Cause if you look at my hands, you'll see a little bruising mm -hmm. there, a little swelling. And a lot of times for me, that's from using the heavier weight needle. And right. I should have addressed this on your chunky cable knit Oh, using yes. the ten and a half, uh -huh. that looks like it is a metal, a pair of <laughs> right. metal uh, needles, and basically they're hollow. Right, they are. So that they're very lightweight. Um, I want to encourage all of you younger ladies to be careful with mm -hmm. your hands and use the lightweight from the beginning, because um, you will never regret it later. Your hands aren't going to hurt, and you're Absolutely, not going to have yeah. the swelling and the bruising that I get. Um, I get this from multiple. For multiple reasons. Mm -hmm. I can get it from driving, which I don't <laughs> hardly do anymore now at 60. Um, I let everyone else take over the driving. <laughs> so um, anyway, I think that's called being a passenger princess. <laughs> <laughs> and do I knit? No, I do not knit while everyone else is driving because... I get motion sickness, so yes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think you're a passenger princess. Oh, good. Well, I was just going to dispel any of that, you know, in case that's what was going through someone's mind. No, it's just um, happier and safer for everyone if I give up the driving, and I am more than willing to do that. So um, anytime I have to, you know, really hold on to something, mm -hmm. um, it's just easier if it is a lighter weight needle, and I think you all are going to find that as well. Now, why are we using metal? Um, I think these are probably pretty hollow as well. Not They don't feel as hollow as those ten and a half. Right, those were yeah. literally just probably a chrome plated yes. um, and very mm -hmm. hollow. But what happened is when we when you first started teaching me to knit socks, mm -hmm. especially on a size one or zero, mm -hmm. I was breaking the wood needles every right. time. Just cr I just I'd be knitting and just crack crack them right mm -hmm. in half. So I've we had yeah we had no choice but to go to the metal needles, much to my yeah. disappointment. However, I can handle it, and I make a lot of socks mm -hmm. now. So um, that's the story on the needles. And we went over the yarn. So um, there is, like we said, a pattern for these socks on Ravelry. They have a longer uh, leg than mm -hmm. most of our socks. You mostly do the shorty socks. I do. Um, I just really prefer the short, um, mm -hmm. not, more ankle length socks. Right. We never and... called them shorties before, you know, <laughs> <No>. before we, <laughs> but you know, to us, they were always just a short cuff, a sport sock. Yeah. And so these are not, these have a longer, obviously a longer cuff. Mm -hmm. They go up your leg to about your calf, which is yes. super duper comfortable for me. Mm -hmm. um, I like the warmth. I know. I know yeah. you appreciate the longer socks. So yeah. um, this in the pattern too, you can certainly knit your socks longer. You can knit them shorter. Right. You can do it really however, however you like best. Well, that's why we wanted to talk to that mm -hmm. versatility because it's not only just about the cuff, but it is about how long you 
in every pair of socks that you have put on, mm -hmm. you can make them as long or short as you want. Absolutely. Um, and you do explain, I think, how to do that. Mm -hmm. And if we haven't, we'll do, um, I mean, really, you just make it longer. Absolutely. Or you yeah. just go ahead and stop knitting there. Um, mm -hmm. And, and re in reality, we're knitting cuff down, down. So you would only go so far if you only want it to be at your ankle. Correct. Right? So it's really, really a simple... Um, adjustment to make. The only thing I want to say about all of our patterns that I had not been saying in our videos is you don't ever want to switch a yarn weight or a needle size Correct. unless you really need that for gauge. Mm -hmm. Okay. What I would say on that is that is almost never necessary. Right. If you have worked on your tension and you have really come far with being very even on your tension, you can pretty much match anybody's um yes absolutely anybody's uh, mm -hmm. gauge and you can swatch or not it's totally up to you we recommend it and we have done a whole um instructional pamphlet on this which we mm -hmm. have not released so i just want to talk a little bit about it here that if you are not matching our gauge try loosening up your tension mm -hmm. first if you're too tight and you have too many stitches and um, if it's super tight and you are finding that your stitches um, are too close together mm -hmm. and they're really tight on the needle to where you can hardly move your stitches. Like for example, here, these are not, um, oh, candy. You cannot believe what I just did. Oh, don't worry about it. I'll just. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh no! Well, my fault. I didn't put needle caps on my there. My fault. I just yanked your needle right out. It is not your fault. Oh my gosh! It's okay. Your mom just did that on your video. Okay, I think I have them all back. Here, you'll have to count. You know what? I didn't even know that needle had stitches. I just thought it was stuck in there. You know what? Normally, I have it on three, but it looks like I must have gotten interrupted mid-row and so I didn't I'm finish. I'm saying that probably happened. Yeah. No worries. So, your tension is perfect, and I just did that to you. Look oh, at me. Stop. I'm it's happy. Fine. I'm happy that I was able to get them back on camera. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Okay, so no, that was my fault totally. So you know, if your stitches are so tight that you can't lose them like that, or mm -hmm. you can't move them a little bit, you're probably knitting a little bit too tight and should relax your hands. Right. Because what's that? What that's going to do? is it's going to make your whole sock smaller mm -hmm. than our pattern or anybody's pattern. Correct. And it can also, um, you know, make it look like uh, you have, um, well, it's just not going to turn out right. That's right. I'm struggling to say what I want to say there because I just lost all those <laughs> stitches. Okay, what I'm struggling to say there is if you are going to do a swatch and you have put on all of your stitches on and you feel like, well, um, I just did this swatch and it's not matching up and your stitches are tighter and closer together and mm -hmm. you feel like you need to add more stitches to create the size before you go and switch yarn because it will cost you more to go right. buy another thing of yarn mm -hmm. and you know, to switch needles to a bigger or larger size. Every pattern will always say, unless you need, to switch this up to obtain gauge. Correct. And so I just wanted to put in a little tip there that you probably don't need to do that mm -hmm. if you will check your tension. Absolutely. So yeah. 
are you too tight? Are your stitches unable to move on the needle? Mm -hmm. um, that's probably too tight right. and you're probably too tense with your hands. Mm -hmm. So if you learn to relax your hands and practice a little bit first, mm -hmm. you're going to come up with the perfect, um, the perfect tension, which is most likely, it's not that um, you have to do it like me or do it like you, right? but exactly. you're going to um, have less trouble matching your patterns gauge, mm -hmm. which means how many stitches are in an inch and how many rows are in an inch. Correct. Yeah. So the other thing is if your stitches are just loosey goosey and you feel like they are um, worse than what I just did and sliding <laughs> off the needle and the loops are too big, mm -hmm. that is going to create a bigger sock. And the temptation there might be to get a smaller needle, um, right? you know, change the yarn or have less stitches. And mm -hmm. when... Um, someone has put a pattern out for you. If you start changing things up without knowing what you're doing, no matter how much pattern support we have, we will not be able to help you if all of these changes have taken place. Correct. So pretty yeah. much, you know, if you're not one to swatch and you don't like doing that, um, some people who have knit for years feel like they're just um, pretty steady. And mm -hmm. that is no problem. You get to do you. But we always say, you know... Um, unless you really have to do a change in the size of yarn, which this is fingering, and if you have to change your needles, um, for our patterns, unless you have to do that for gauge, the pattern's not going to come out Absolutely. like we yeah. have promised, and we will not be able to even help you mm -hmm. on support. Um, this is something you're going to have to work out in your own tension, right. your own gauge, and decide um, then if uh, whatever pattern you're working mm -hmm. from, if you can, you know, create that and get it to come out. Absolutely. That's something that every knitter has to do. Even right. If they're, whether they're creating their own or they are um, knitting from someone else's pattern, obtaining right. their correct gauges is super, super important. Right. And so you never have to match someone else exactly. I mean, we're all different. Yeah. But um, here I am fidgeting again. Sorry, guys. And then you saw me just totally ream or <laughs> stitches right off the needle. Um, it's okay. But I did get them all back. And then she blamed herself when I'm the one who did it. <laughs> well, I didn't put my needle ends on this because we were going to do this video. So Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. But I think I got them all back. And if I didn't, I will. I'll re-knit okay. for you. <laughs> okay. So no big deal. But um, and, and really no harm done. But we just really wanted to explain that. Um, about the needles, um, get something that makes you feel comfortable, that is not too heavy, because over time, even though it doesn't maybe feel heavy now, um, eventually, um, I think about that, you know, that nobody know. told me that when I was yeah. young, and I wish I had known, because now, um, <laughs> I'll do anything to find a lightweight needle. Yeah, I right? agree. I appreciate the lightweight needles myself. Yeah, so let's talk about how the uh, pattern came to be. And of course, first you see the measuring tape there. Yes. You always want to measure so that it fits your sock, mm -hmm. your foot or your sock recipient is what I was going to say. Absolutely. Yeah. So the next thing is, well, we've talked a little bit about this in the blog mm -hmm. and given more information, but we have always had dogs. Um, our family loves dogs. We've always been dog mm -hmm. lovers. So 
Um, in fact, I wasn't, but your dad has always been a dog lover. Yes. As a child, I was bit by a dog mm -hmm. and literally leapt over my over six foot grandfather to get to me. And um, I yeah. was bit in the back. You oh, know, and yeah. Grandpa was never a dog lover, never allowed mm -hmm. dogs in the home. So I didn't grow up with them. Right. And having had that bad experience when your dad wanted a dog and we had two little girls, <laughs> I was just like, no. no <laughs> but it turns out he got our first dog. He talked me into it. Mm -hmm. And this little boy dog was so in yeah. love with you girls. You would call Max or excuse me. You would call girls. Yep. You know, I would. I might be saying girls out the back door, and here would come Max. <laughs> and he just became the Aww. love of our lives. He was your protector. Yes, he was. He followed us everywhere. Yeah, he did. He was a great dog, and from then on, mm -hmm. boy, I wouldn't. It's hard to be without a dog <laughs> after Max. So anyway, we ended up with um, a family member needing a seizure detection mm -hmm. uh, dog. We needed help for. Um, being out on the expanse of the properties that we have, um, for her to have some freedom in life, mm -hmm. um, we really wanted to have, um, we've done a lot of research and we found out how great it would be to have a therapy dog and a seizure Absolutely. detection dog. He was trained to know um, everything about her and knew what to do um, to alert us mm -hmm. and to get her to the ground so that she never hurt herself. Mm-hmm. And so what happened? Just is... incredible what these um, uh, these mm -hmm. seizure detection dogs, or there's um, even for blood sugar spikes, or mm -hmm. you know anything like that. It's just incredible the work they do, right? For fainting yeah. or, um, you know, dogs. Dogs are incredible, and yeah. we never knew that we would ever need a dog mm -hmm. like that. So, um, and and our dog was not trained as far as other dogs mm -hmm. are trained. I mean, we, we didn't need him to open the refrigerator or right, go yeah. throw away trash or, but one of our dogs, he used to love to do the recycling. <laughs> <laughs> he did that himself. <laughs> he did it himself. He wanted to take it to the recycling, you know, so dogs are smart. And those of you who have dogs know what we're talking about, yeah. but we had a black lab named, uh, we named him macaroni or mac yes. and cheese because, um, he really was husband's dog and mm -hmm. had your dad's dog and he had a fancy AKC name for him that, <laughs> that was never going to happen. <laughs> and so anyway, this dog once, um, had the first five years of his life was spent, uh, being trained and then, and then actually working mm -hmm. as a, uh, seizure detection and syncope, which is fainting. Uh -huh. Um, and that was the first five years of his life here. He was never a good farm dog, <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> but once, um, once this particular family member had, um, recovered and did not need the dog any longer, of course we kept the dog mm -hmm. and, um, we needed to find things for him to do. Yeah. Um, he was so, it was so ingrained in him that he would, uh, constantly do his work on us and yes. then sit down um, like, okay, you guys are okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> he, he didn't know what to do with himself. He really didn't. And so one of the things that turned out to be really fun, mm -hmm. um, and we tell a lot of the story in the blog, so you'll have to go read the blog, yes. but one of the really great things was we would take him out, uh, out to the far back and he'd get to, 
I mean, all night long, even up until two Mm -hmm. in the morning, sometimes he had to guard for coyotes and he was never left alone, but he'd go hiking out there with us. Right. And, um, having a male dog on the property was a big deterrent. Mm -hmm. But then when it came time for blackberry season, he loved picking blackberries. He did. Yeah. He just loved, he would actually pick them himself. Yeah, he did. <laughs> the ones that he could reach. <laughs> right. And he was so proud of himself, you yeah. know. And we've seen a lot of um, pets that mm-hmm. like to do that type of thing. So Roni, as we affectionately called him, um, he uh, really started to love life as just being our dog yes that that was a real transition mm-hmm. for him it, it really was probably a couple of years for him to really start yeah. loving life as our dog well the first know? five years was spent yeah working and so after that it wasn't until he was eight years old that mm-hmm. we finally took him out and yeah. he could just enjoy being out there playing running um, just being a dog, yep, playing with his toys and picking blackberries, <laughs> and so those are, you know, all of the, all mm-hmm. of these stories go into our nets. There's always something, you know, if you're in a knitting circle, there's always going to be something to talk about, and so this, these are the things that we remember while we're knitting, and this is why you chose basket of blackberry socks. <laughs> it just brought together all of the fun memories that we've had picking blackberries. Yeah, so, so and it's really nice to have. Um, we've got all kinds of berries on the property. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we have, there is a hedge just for wildlife. Mm -hmm. And then we have our own for human consumption, blackberries, loganberries, raspberries, and some thornless and blueberries. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so probably someday we'll do some blueberry socks. (laughs) (laughs) We probably will. (laughs) Yeah, so that's the story behind it. It's a little, it's a little emotional and a little hard to remember that time. And he lived to 10 years old, and we did lose him last year. Mm -hmm. And we miss him. I do miss him. He was a full black lab, and I have an affinity for the labs. They're so fun. (laughs) They're so... They're so chunky and cute when they're babies. (laughs) But now we have Harper, and she has been the best farm dog. We tease Mm -hmm. about Roni not being very good at it, because he really wasn't trained for it. No, and he didn't really know what to do. It was because simply because he wasn't trained for it. Sure, it was play ball with me. Yeah. Here, here, goat. Play ball with me. (laughs) No, he was was really a great dog, and I still love him so much. I Mm -hmm. miss him a lot. Yeah. But Harper has more than filled the <laughs> void and probably someday we're going to tell a story about Harper about socks. Harper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certain of it. So there you go, guys. If you like this pattern, you can find it at, um, at our store knitters international on Ravelry, on Ravelry. and you can get all the whole story, the whole lowdown. Yes. <laughs> on knittersinternational.com mm-hmm. on our blog. And you guys have seen these, um, on Instagram at knitters international. Yes. And, I love them, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for making them. Okay, well, that's it. That's that's the story. Thank you all for joining us today. If you haven't already, be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so that you will get updated every time we upload new videos. Also, join us on Instagram at Knitters International. See you next time.